featuring J-Ho Groove and the lovely Just One Miss. We're the Oatmeal Conspiracy, and this is the show that answers the question, is it hype or is it hate? We're going to leave you now and hand it over to J-Ho and Groove. Take it away, boys. Here. A David, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Why have I never done that before? Honestly, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it uses, your go- it uses your government name. We try to avoid doing that, but, um, you know. <laughs> a David. <laughs> what if I got, what if for your like, for your like 75th birthday, I got Seal to sing that? for you on cameo i i don't know seal will still be around how dare you seal will always be around <laughs> seal's gotta be what 17 years older than i am uh i would i don't know let's see how old seal is seal singer we're breaking a record for how quickly we can go into dead air yeah he's 58 Okay. So what's the well, math on that? He's he's twenty years older than I am. Okay. <laughs> so he'll be ninety-five. I mean, I would think that Seal would probably live forever, so you know. <laughs> well, if there's anybody that's gonna live forever. Yeah, it's gonna be Seal. It's not Seal. No, it's not Seal. It's Danzig. Danzig. A mother. <laughs> I'm trying to get these levels right. Surprise, surprise, your levels are hot again. I got a new computer, so we're dealing with that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, are they? Oh, are they? There's, that's a little better. Now you might be too low. Then you're going to be complaining. Let's get it back up here. About 63%. How's that sound? This is how the sausage is made, folks. <clears throat> This is how the hot dogs are made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh boy. Hold on. Okay, we're good. You there? Oh. He stalled out. That's how this is gonna go today. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Well. Fuck it. We're, yeah, here we I'm are. I was excited about the show, just, but there we go. Fucking internet. I know, me too. I was excited. Now I don't even want to do this shit no more. Fuck, fucking internet, man. Sucks. I got Spectrum. It sucks. Spectrum sucks. You suck ass, Spectrum. So what's the latest with you? Uh, You know, just enjoying this fall weather. On the two days a week, we get fall weather, and then the rest of it's summertime down here 
But, uh, you know, that and cussing at my internet company every day. What about you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy. You what? Uh, every time you got some more grays on your chin. Yeah, man. I got gray in my hair today, too. I woke up and a bunch of gray in my hair. You're getting some there. I see some. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Not talking about me. Uh, you ain't talking about me. Yeah. Um. What's up? Why don't you tell the people what they listen to? I, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you are listening to I don't like their old stuff. You want to sit behind the desk, motherfucker. You want to sit behind <laughs> that desk, you better tell them what the fuck they listen to. Hey, I'm just trying to let you step up every once in a while, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, hello and welcome to I don't like their old stuff. Episode 178. This is the podcast where we answer the question, what's the hype? I'm Jay and with me is Groove. Grief. All right, I got to restart the router. I'm going to restart the router. It's the fucked up. All right, we're back. That was perfect timing on the internet shitting out. This may, it sounded like normal when I say something and you just leave me hanging, so. <laughs> I, I was, you know, the, the reason it was perfect timing was because I was going to run back to the most tired Tim Allen home improvement joke. Uh, huh? <laughs> well, clearly it didn't work. Yeah, uh, well. You know, you know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Strange we don't have ad offers coming in from anywhere but yeah, that chance. Yeah. Speaking of cameo, you know, what's up? What's yeah, your... I see you trying. You try. You try to flex on me with that shirt. You I'm keep tra- pushing uh, yourself up in the chair, <laughs> just, showing it off. Name yeah. three songs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my black flag shirt. I'm trying to flex on this. No, you got shirt. sleeves fell off. Are you pushing your bicep up? No, I'm not. Definitely not. That's all. It... That's the you never heard of pancaking? Do some pancaking. <laughs> yeah, that's only in the morning. <laughs> He's supposed to be up cooking breakfast. I just had some speaking of breakfast, just had some uh French roast coffee. Yeah, that shit got roasted all the way over in France. Yeah. You mean to tell me France roasted this coffee? Um the uh I I've I hadn't had dark roast in a long time. Cause I kinda got off of it. Well I finally you know, I never knew that the darker the roast, the less caffeine, you know. It took me a long time sure. in life to get there and I used to always drink the dark roast and I thought it was stronger, but I, I I so I stopped. I was like, I'm gonna get the light roast now because I wanna get all the maximum caffeine. And now I realize, oh man, I really like the flavor of this dark roast coffee. So I like that. That's great. You know, I'm you know I'm really happy for you settling into the kind of coffee that you enjoy drinking. Yeah, I mean, I 
I don't really have one. I mean, I still I like the light roast too. I like a breakfast roast, whatever that is. It's like a medium roast. But I'm kind of mm-hmm. good with anything. But I like tasting the coffee, yeah. you know. Yeah, medium light. Yeah. 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 I'm into it. You said a, a breakfast yeah, I, roast is like medium to light. <clears throat> I'd say medium to light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most okay. of the time. I I try to drink other coffees every now and again because I'm like, man, I don't think my I gotta make sure I'm not fooling myself with my coffee. But by God, every time I drink any other kind of coffee, I'm like, yeah, the coffee I make at home is better. I like it the best. Yeah, you just got your one kind that you like from that one company, and that's it. That's it. That's it, and that's all. That's it, and that's all. That's all right. I'm. I mean, I I respect it. You know, but I just I'm that way with a lot of things that I'm like, I'll try I'll you know, I kinda I have a favorite of a few things, but a lot of stuff I'm just like, yeah, I'll try whatever you got. I don't know. Yeah. But I do I'd forgotten how much I like the dark roast until I got some to the other day. And I was like, oh like that you got that caramel. You like that caramel. Caramel? Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, dark roast got some caramel notes yeah. to it. Some usually. Ca- yeah. I sure. like the, I like them berry notes. I like them. Yeah, that light berry flavor. That's like what I that. go for. You like that raspberry, blackberry feel. Uh, yeah. So what's uh what's the hype? What you got? What's going on? What's the hype? Well, well, it's October, and I think I'm going to come out and say it's not that controversial of an opinion, but I think October is the best month of the year. I would agree with you, hundred percent. Best month of the year. Uh, Best month of the year. The leaves are changing. Yeah. So, you know, up here in New England, I mean, it's basically leaf peeping every day. Yeah. It's, it's got to be beautiful uh, up there. We don't have any leaves here where I'm at. It's only pine needles. They, they don't make no, yeah, they make no leaves needles. down yeah. there. No, they got no leaves. They don't have any, they, they don't have any trees left here. They've cut every single tree down in, in this area. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, it's a big birthday month. Yeah. So it starts off with my birthday, you know. I missed your birthday. Uh, did you? I yes, I did. I missed your birthday because you're not. You don't have your birthday on Facebook, which is not uh, an excuse. Yeah. It's not an excuse. But I was like, Jackie was like, I think uh, it was Groove's birthday, and I was like, was it? No, I thought it was like the tenth or something. And then yeah, I missed it. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel horrible. This, this is my mea culpa. Like I'm sorry that I missed your birthday. It's like. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to tell you it's okay. It's really okay. You're like me. You don't really give a shit about it, right? It's like nice, but it's whatever. Um, uh, there's no way to say this without sounding ungrateful. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to say that I I don't feel ungrateful for the people that wish me a happy birthday. I, I I appreciate it. I value it. But at the same time, like <clears throat> I feel a little bit. I get a little bit stressed out on my birthday when I get kind of inundated with these birthday wishes because I feel like I owe it to everyone else who mm-hmm. has texted me to mm-hmm. like have a conversation with them and yeah. make sure that they, you know, that they feel appreciated, appreciated for remembering my birthday. And <clears throat> I wind up spending most of the day on the phone yeah. accommodating other people this sounds really ungrateful. This sounds terrible. No, no, no. I'm um, on the same page. It, 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 that coupled with the pressure to have fun 
hey, it's your birthday. You got to have fun today. Better be having a good yeah. time. And it's like, man, I don't want to have pressure to have fun. I just want to like enjoy the day and like just chill and like. Now I have, I have all this anxiety of like, I've got to make sure I'm the same way. I'm like, I got to respond to every person on Facebook and, uh, you know, yeah, well, that's why I took, I took my yeah. birthday off Facebook. I understand I it. I, that's why, you know, but that's what I rely I on for I'm, birthdays now. So I should know you're on top of it. I, uh, I kind of don't really like being praised for something that I feel like I didn't earn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are we celebrating your birthday? Like, why not celebrate the day you graduated high school every year? Why not yeah, do that? Something. You know, like I did something well, that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't really. I, I mean, I guess I, I theoretically I earned my birthday by staying alive, but right. that, that's not especially kind of uh, noble to do. Um, I, I, you know, it's like, and then, you know, there's a lot of people that usually like reach out that I haven't talked to since yeah. last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but I did have a, I had a neat little birthday. Um, I worked all day cause it was a Monday. Yeah. And, uh, this is, this is like a perfect storm of my kind of nightmare. I was at work and like five or six of the people from the club, surprised me at the club with a cake and cupcakes and ziti ziti oh ziti yeah, <laughs> and uh and they had these confetti poppers you know so they like jumped in the door and they did the confetti poppers and yeah uh because you know yeah. all that kind of stuff and then they had a pinata and they hung the pinata over the railing from the second floor down to the first floor. And like, I'm working, you know, like yeah. I got 15 people trying to wait lift. And some of the people didn't even know it was my birthday. Yeah. Yet here's this group of people surprising me. And I was really embarrassed. I was mortified, yeah. you know. And then I got to hit this pinata, you know, what yeah. I mean? in front of all these people. And that's and like, hey, everybody, like, look at you. Look at this guy. He's going to hit a pinata. It took me like 10 swats with a little, you know, dowel to knock it yeah. open. <clears throat> but on the inside, they had uh, they had candy, mostly candy. But then they had a gift card to the coffee shop and they had a, and they had a couple cans of Copenhagen inside yeah. the pinata. <laughs> That's a nice gift. You know? <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. I saved the pinata. Yeah. Viva Pinata. That's just decorations. Uh, that's that's fun though. They did that, but you know, but it is like, oh no, now I'm on. Now you know, I, I like being the center of attention when it's my idea, but when yeah. it's not, it's yeah, like, uh, no, I'm not ready to be the center of attention right now. So, uh, thank yeah, you. But it's not up to me. Yeah, it's not up to me. Um, yeah. I'd much rather earn it. I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. I want to earn it. Same. Yeah, and it's. It, I'll give you a little life hack. You don't have to respond to every single one of those messages. I didn't no, do it on Facebook this true. year, but I mean, I think I do probably respond to every text message I get from it. You know, just because like that's kind of hard to ignore. But like, I didn't answer a lot of calls on my birthday. You know. Well, that's what I'm talking about. You know, my the text messages they. 
I, you know, look, I don't want to be, I understand people want to, they, they, they want to celebrate you. They want to say happy birthday, give them a little bit of love. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I'm cool with other people having fun on my birthday. That's, that makes me happy. Like if other people are having fun, you know, but like, I just don't want to have that pressure to be like, huh, you gotta have fun. I better have a great day. It's like, well, maybe my day's not gonna be great today. And then I'm like, oh, well, I wasted my birthday. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's a lot of like anxiety, but anyway, happy birthday. Well, Sorry. I missed regardless, it. Actually, it was the generally... greatest gift I could give to you to not give you more anxiety on your birthday. So you're welcome. Honestly, honestly, thank you. Yeah, I'm over it for it you. Mean, it, means a, it means a lot to yeah. me that you forgot my birthday, yeah. and I appreciate that service that you provided to me. There was a moment where I was like, I was like, well, if I did miss it, I don't think he's into birthdays, so I think it's going to be all right. So I was right. Yeah. I thought I'd There's enough. I got enough text messages that I didn't notice who didn't text me. Okay, good. I shouldn't have said anything. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> You didn't respond to my yeah, message. Literally, you could have been like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, your birthday. I remember talking to you that day. How <laughs> yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. I should have done that. <laughs> uh, curses. Uh, what's your hype? My hype is a, well, my hype is a follow-up on some hype still out. And it is, uh, my, it is uh, Dune. The movie Dune. Okay. Yeah, Dune. Okay, now... <clears throat> I haven't watched it yet. Okay. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything here. Um, I, you know, I think a year ago on this very podcast, I was like, I am looking forward to this. That was my hype still out. It was like the Dean movie. They're talking about it. They're pushing it off a year. I'm excited about it. Um, I finally, you know, it was supposed to come out last thanksgiving or something so it's almost been a year that it got pushed off and uh went to see it in the theater even though you can see it on hbo it's on hbo okay yeah it's on but i would recommend going to the theater to see this movie i I, this is the movie this is the only movie in like five maybe ten years i would recommend going to see in the theater other than maybe 1917 which yeah, was a not the greatest movie in the world, but like a good experience um, to be in the movie. theater and like, oh, you know, you felt like you were kind of and this has a very visceral feel to it in the theater. The sound design is like bombastic and like, you know, in your face, but it like punctuates all the stuff that then the intrigue and all the shit that's going on. And like uh, as a Dune fan, Dune is what to me, what uh, Lord of the Rings is to most people. And most people yeah. just live and die by Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, okay with Lord of the Rings. I think it's kind of cool. I think a lot of it's kind of stupid. But with Dune is like this book that I read like that when I was younger and I was super into it. And like I and watching the movie, I didn't realize how much I had remembered. I was like, oh, my God, this and this and this and this. And this. You know, I have all these languages in Dune and that are made up. And um, I just remembered words and stuff. And uh, but yeah, it was just a great experience. And I had I. I went into it. I didn't read any press on the movie. I avoided all press. Um, I did watch the trailers, um, but I avoided all press, all everything, and just went into it cold. And I had low expectations because it is a dense, hard-to-translate thing, and uh, I thought it was great. I thought they did a really good job on it. So The casting is fantastic. It is one of the best casts ever assembled for a movie. I will say this. Uh... I would say out of all the characters, the body of work of Jason Momoa might be the weakest, you know, 
He's very good in the yeah. things he's good in, very not good in the other things. I, he is one of the best. He gives one of the best performances in the whole movie. Um, wow. He's just great. And uh, David Batiste is great in it as, uh, you know, talk about non-actors that started acting or whatever. Um, well, I guess Jason Momoa has always been an actor, but um, yeah, Batiste is great as, as this Harkonnen character and, yeah, it's just, it's good. I think it's good. I'm not going to tell you anything about it or whatever, but I, it's well, long. It's very exciting. long. What? I, I said it's exciting. You know, I've seen a bunch of memes about it, yeah. you know, on, on the internet naturally. And it's funny because um, Papa and his friend Bruce, like I'm in a group chat with them and they are, you know, they've been, they've been doing it for months now. Yeah. Hyping it up because they, they love the book, yeah. The first book, and then but they've read the subsequent books. I've read well. the first three, yeah. Yeah, they've been super excited about Papa it. Papa has seen it like five times good. already, or something. And I'm like, man, that's too many times. Like, it's good, but five times, it's it's almost three hours long. So, yeah, I think Papa's watched it twice. He, um, he's he's told well, me he's watched it more than that. So, I think like oh, three really? times, yeah, four times, yeah. Around, yeah. yeah. Lopo, uh, he was, he just, he was like, man, that's fun. That movie was fun. Yeah. He's like, what they can do these days with like um, making spaceships look big and intimidating. And, um, you know, it's just like, it's, it's incredible. It's really fun to watch. I think yeah. you can't have things to say about it. Um, everybody that's watched it that is a fan of Dune has enjoyed themselves. And I think most of the memes that I've seen that are kind of critical of it are are playing on people's ignorance to the to the material itself. So yeah. I'm I've got plans to see it in the theaters with a friend, but we haven't picked a day. Yeah. And my schedule is so darn busy that somebody was somebody just like two days ago was like, Hey, let's get dinner. And I was like, All right, well, the first night that I have free is November seventeenth. Oh my God. So wow. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know what I'm going to go see. I, I'm going to try to go see this movie soon in the theater, but it may have to be like a matinee on my day off or something like that because I can't. I would recommend, I would recommend you go see it as a matinee because I think it's such Nobody a, it's long and intense and dense. And even though I loved it, but by the end of it, I was like, man, they really got to wrap it up soon because I, I'm like reaching the end of my like ability to sit in this it's theater. Not even, it's not even the whole first book, is it? No, 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 no. It it leaves a lot. That's why a lot of people were kind of shocked by it. And I was like, look, this is how we're getting it. Like this thing needs to be like 12 hours long and it can't be. And so we got to break it up. And we got to, it, is, it is an incredible, that's what there's a lot of people that say this thing is unfilmable. And damn, yeah. Denny Villeneuve or whatever his name is, uh, the director, he, uh, he did a, he did a great job tackling it. Um, I'm and excited. I'm, it gets a lot of the like nuance of the book, but Jackie had never seen, she's not had any exposure to any Dune stuff other than me rambling about it. And she really liked it. She was like, I didn't understand a lot of it, but it made me want to learn more about it. It made me want to read the book. So, but I think if you right. watch it, you'll, you'll pick up enough of it that you're like, yeah, I get what's going on. Um, I'm just trying to watch Timothée Chalamet. Yeah. He was my biggest worry going into it. I don't really like him that much. Um, like, okay. I, I mean, I don't, 
I don't say I, I don't dislike him. I just you don't. don't have, you don't. You don't have to back that up. No, I'm I just, just don't go. I'm, I'm making a joke. I yeah. don't care. No, but I, I my fear is like, oh, he tends to play characters a little bit on like the whiny side. And I was like, oh, if he plays Paul as like this whiny emo, like me, that's just not going to work. And he he did the opposite. I mean, he did a really good job, I thought, as the character. And he's a great actor. I just, you know, he's just not I don't see his name on the thing. Go, Oh, my God, we've got to go see that. You know, maybe I will eventually at some point. But um, he, he did yeah. great in this. No, I he's not a draw for me. Yeah. But he's also not a repellent. Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, he was one of my worries and I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Anti CGI guy. I hate CGI. I like practical effects. Um, and they, the CGI in this, other than a couple shots where you're like, eh, that's kind of CGI ish. Everything was pretty, felt pretty real. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend it, but, um, yeah, and I saw a lot of the Dune fans on my list were like, I was disappointed in that it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I was like, what else did you want it to be? Like, not really sure what else we, you could ask for. It's like, they didn't Hollywoodize it. It's very like, a, it's it's its own thing. And that's what Dune is, you know? So, yeah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> well, what's, uh, what's your not not the hype well my other hype was i made some banging ass chili the other day so it's like chili season i would consider this chili season Uh uh-huh the fall is like chili to me because like on halloween my mom would make chili because she could leave it on the stove and help us get our costumes on and stuff yeah so like i always like like chili and i was like i'm gonna make some chili so i got this new chili recipe i asked my mom for a chili recipe and she's like i just go to all recipes and get one from there i was like what i don't want Okay, sure. I'll go there, I guess. All right. Uh, but I made some chili. You know what brand of beans I got, of course. Um, and uh, it was fantastic. Beans were fantastic. Everything was great about it. Um, and I had chili for like f- five days, which often when I make food that lasts for five days, by day three, I'm like, man, fuck this. But I was like, day five, I was like, oh, man, we still got chili. <laughs> I'm still eating chili. Yeah. Uh, nom, 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 nom. Do you ever put Fritos in your chili? Uh, I, I used tortilla chips this time to like just kind of dip in there. But yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to Fritos. Little Fritos garnish. I made some cornbread too to go with it. So, Ooh. and I sprinkled cornbread? the cornbread on top. What cornbread sweet or savory? So. I like sweet cornbread, but my wife does not like sweet cornbread. So my friend Matt gave me this recipe that you put sour cream in it and it cuts the sweetness. So it was like more of a savory cornbread and it, and it was easy. You just mix all the shit up, put it in a pan, put it in the oven. Boom. Done. Um, and it it was a lot less sweet. So, and I liked it a lot. It had a cream, a can of cream corn in it. Um, you know, but what do you like? You like sweet, sweet or savory? Well, I mean, I'm going to eat all cornbread, oh, but I same. prefer savory. You prefer, I prefer savory. savory. And if you can put corn in your cornbread, come talk to me. Yeah, corn in your cornbread. We heard you like corn, so we put corn in your cornbread. Uh, yeah, the can mm-hmm. of cream corn is what makes it. You just mix it all up. It's like all it was was like a thing, of, like a small thing of sour cream, two packs of the muffin, the cornbread muffin mix, um, and uh the can of cornbread that's it i think that was it um and you just mix it up really good 
and and put it in the cast iron or whatever and put it in the oven and let it go and it was great yeah it was a great great meal so i was uh i was hyped about that what's your what's your hype did you give me a hype yeah 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 october oh yeah october october's great it is a great month Mm -hmm. the peacock app you know peacock the nbc thing yeah they're trying to make peacocktober a thing (laughs) but it just uh it's just a little bit too much cocktober for me you know so i'm like i appreciate the wordplay but uh i don't know peacocktober we'll have to talk to sadko about that does he work for nbc yeah oh yeah i didn't know that yeah, he stays pushing the peacock app. <laughs> yeah, we got to ask if, if the, that sounds like it might have been his idea. Peacocktober. That sounds like peak October. Peacocktober. Peacocktober. I just saw Cocktober is all I see in that. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> all right where were we well I'm, I'm i'm gonna tell you about not the hype okay when we the providence barbell club found the building that we're in it's a historic building that's a part of a mill complex right. the mill is massive and <clears throat> there's two smaller buildings we're in one of the smaller buildings. It's 4,000 square feet downstairs and upstairs. So it's like 2,000 down, 2,000 up, and it's a big rectangle. Yeah. And it was like an office type building, but it was made out of brick, and all the walls inside were brick. And on one side of the building, there was a, it was like a fireplace. And we had redesign the building so that we could use it effectively which meant taking out all the walls on the first floor and making it one big room and we had them put bathrooms and closets and stairs on one side of that building the side that originally had the fireplace and the stairs lead upstairs and where the bathrooms are downstairs above it are our offices And then the top floor is just all one big room again. So it gives us as much room to use the space and for the coaches to be able to see everything that's happening in that room. Yeah. The guys that own the building are the same guys that did the build out of the building. And we spent literally every dollar in our bank account to pay for that build out. So like when we moved, we were starting over again with like no money. Right. right. Um, but you know, we were, we, we figured we'd be okay, whatever. And the, the finish of the build out required that the windows be refurbished, not on our end, but on their end. So they had to refurbish the windows for the sake of the state's, um, mandate Mm -hmm. so like the state is giving these guys a tax break in order to redo these buildings right part of the redo is the windows need to be redone well they ran into an issue where they didn't want to spend the money necessary to do the windows in our building because they couldn't just buy new windows they had to take our windows out give them to a historic window refurbisher guy 
and then he would put them back in and they didn't want to spend the money to do that so they kept trying to push it off and argue with the state's historical commission so on and so forth well they couldn't do the showers in our bathrooms until they until they redid the windows <clears throat> and, and so we moved in in march of 18 yeah and 1920 yeah march of 18 and they said well we'll have these windows done by april and so you'll have your build out finished by may and we're like well that's you know that's not what we paid for but we're willing to be accommodating because we needed to get into a new building desperately fast forward two years and they still didn't have the windows done which means that they still didn't have the showers done which meant that we couldn't amortize our build out investment over our taxes and i was i went to the guys like look man this is absurd yeah you, know, you gotta get them so they say so pulled the trigger on getting the windows refurbished they finally finished the showers and we had our build out done we had our showers and then two months later, they came in and said, well, the historical society has told us that we have to put that brick wall back in where the bathrooms are, and we have to put the fireplace back in. <laughs> and what? I was like, uh, excuse me? How can you even do and that? Are... Like, wouldn't it be rebuilding it with stuff that's not original, right? Yeah. Well, they care less about the original brick and more about the original layout and the features oh of the building God. yeah and so for the past two months we've been like they started in the women's bathroom they tore out the drywall and they had to lay brick yeah <laughs> and so everybody was using the men's bathroom oh my and God. then they you know now they're on the men's and they're rebuilding this fireplace and, yeah which cuts into our closet space. And it's just been, imagine trying to coach and like communicate information to somebody in the middle of a training session while somebody is doing a hammer drill in the side of a fucking wall, right. That's or like using a sawzall to cut out drywall. It's just oh, maddening. Wow. It's mad. And the, the guys said, they said originally like, yeah, we're the type to ask for forgiveness rather than permission. We figured that they wouldn't have a problem with any changes on the inside of the building, just the outside of the building. But we got to put this ball back in. I'm finding from uh, my recent experiences, too, that it's better to just fucking ask for permission for shit than do the whole let's try to, get to ask for forgiveness because that shit just fucking means you got to do everything twice. Mm -hmm. So please mm -hmm. just fucking do the shit right the first time. God damn it. Oh, that's maddening, That is maddening, man. Yeah. Yeah. And in the process, you know, the guys that are working, they they took our shop back. They thought it was theirs. Oh, no. And then I called the guy. I, You know, I called the, the guy in charge of the whole project. I was like, dude, I need my vacuum. Like, what do you? Yeah. He had to go buy a new one because he couldn't find it. Oh, you know, the stuff has gone missing from our gym. You know, it's just yeah. like stuff that. It's not, there's no, there's no stealing happening. It's just what you, you know, stuff gets taken because you think it's a part of the project and the size. Yeah, just been, you own it. There's, there's brick dust yeah. all over yeah. oh, because yeah. they're cutting brick, it, yeah. you know, like it's like, it's a mess and it's maddening. Um, I mean, I'm getting, you know, I mean, we negotiated a, like our rent payment for this time, 
But like no amount of money is worth listening to no. a Sawzall having all day while you're trying to, you know, talk about oh, bring the bar in here and, you know, so yeah. on and so forth. So it's, I mean, it was fine the first week, but now we're in the second month of this. He's like, yeah. oh, this will take like three, four weeks. Like we'll get in and get out for you. That's another thing, man. Yeah. Contractors tell you it's going to take a week to do something. It's going to take fucking three months. So. Yeah. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. That's really rough. That's not the hype. I tell that you, it's not, not the, the hype. hype. Yeah, I agree. Not what at about all. You? One second, my not the hype right now is my headphones are screwing up. Why can't they make headphones that work? I don't understand. I guess your headphones work. Yours are wireless. I need to get me. Well, some I didn't get mine ones. from Spectrum Internet. Uh, that's true. That was free with the package. So, um, <laughs> uh, my not the hype is uh, previous people that I previously respected that. Are disappointing people now. <laughs> it's amazing you still do this podcast with me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you haven't let me down like that, but you know, it's been yeah. a while. Um, no, I'm I'm referring to Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what your feelings are on that whole thing, but like, I'll give you my background. You don't have to respond on it if you don't really want to get into it. But I'm perfectly I, happy to say Dave Chappelle talks about trans people more than anybody else needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's an out of touch rich dude. Like he doesn't yeah. get it anymore. That that summarizes it. Like, and I, you know, he started. He did his Netflix thing. He did the Netflix deal, and these Netflix specials have not been comedy necessarily. They've been just like spoken word performance and I always defended him during that. Cause I was like, well, he's earned this. He's done the funniest yep. shit in the world. He's earned it. It's like if Richard Pryor had continued on and done spoken word shit instead of, which I guess he kind of, you know, he does movies and stuff like that, but it's like, he's earned this. Sure. Yeah, I might not like it. I might not love it, but he's earned his chance to like, just do this. He thinks this is art and that's fine. And like, I defended it even the last, like kind of problematic one he did which would have been like two ago, I guess, where he touched on some of the trans stuff. I was like, you know, it's like he, he explains why he feels this way, blah, blah, blah. He has a right to like express himself. And I'm a huge fan of like, no, it's, comedy is, you can say whatever you want in comedy, but also, you know, the audience can react to it however they want. But um, I'm not one of these people that's like comedians don't need to say anything problematic or anything. But like it got to the point with this one where I was like, fuck this again. Like, okay. And it's like, Okay, I have things to say, and I, you know, I don't want you to misunderstand me. Blah blah blah. It's like, all right, yeah, okay, I'll hear. No, I want you to really understand me. And I'm like, okay, well, now I really understand you, and you sound like a piece of fucking shit. You sound like a rich, out of touch douchebag, you know. And like, so now I'm just like, well, fuck you, then, man. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I, I just like, I gotta watch this to like form an opinion about it. And I watched half of it. And I was like, this is not funny. There's nothing funny about this. Not that it would like excuse some of the shit he says, but it's like, it's at least it's like, well, this is not comedy. What is this? It's like his blog or something, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, well, yeah, now you're saying some shit that's like, you're crossing the line. And I don't think he sees the people he's radicalizing with that because I don't think he means it the way they mean it. Yeah. But I've seen that shit with social media and people that I kind of suspected would feel that way about things like that. And I see them like rallying around him and I'm like, this is kind of gross, you know? So. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I guess I, you know, the, the funny thing, like I haven't really been to, I, 
in touch with like the narrative about like the protests and everything it just seems like uh, yeah 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 it seems like everybody he's he's like a lot of people who don't have anybody to say no to him yeah kind of like kanye Mm -hmm. you know like donda was good but like do we need three listening parties and to push back the release date seven times? And does the, I mean, the album is a little bit bloated, you know, yeah. it's like <clears throat> when you work with an editor, you are better. Yeah. When you someone will tell you, you need people, then you can't, they'll tell you, no, this is not great. Like yeah. change this. Yeah. You know? The funny thing is I, before that special came out a couple months before that special came out, he, uh, third man records, did a, a release on vinyl of his was it 846 um his last one when uh it was after yeah it was 846 after george floyd got that murdered. was the like kind of he protest had... thing that he did with uh where he was like he just told stories of like yeah he just talked about being black in america yeah i, I bought that on vinyl oh it came in the mail two yeah. days ago. Oh, two days ago. Well, what perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, I think he pulls it out at the beginning of the of the special. Um, he pulls that record out. Oh yeah. Yeah. And see, I see yeah. I, that's the kind of thing where like and I shouldn't I guess I shouldn't police what he says that isn't comedy, but that wasn't comedy, but it felt like it was art. It was crafted in a way that was like, Okay, this is saying something and I, I and you've earned this chance to say this. Yeah. You know, like but then it crosses over into like, well, now you're like calling for oppression of certain people. That's like, well, how is that? You don't see the hypocrisy in that, you know? I don't know. It, it just, it, it, and it's not even like, I feel like I don't have, I'm not black and I'm not trans. So I don't really know how much of a dog I have in the fight as far as like how I can, I can't understand either of those perspectives. Cause I am not those things. Yeah, but it just feels icky to me, you know, and it feels yeah. like, it feels bad. And I'm like, of course, I'm like the you know liberal white guy that's like got a problem with it or something. But I don't, I don't have a problem where I'm like protesting him in the streets. I'm just like, dude, I'm kind of like, I've always thought you were a genius, and this like erases some of that genius for me. Where it's like, okay, well, you're just like a shitty like I guess ultimate power ultimately corrupts is the 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 point, but. It's just a letdown, you know? Yeah, it's it's disappointing. And it's not and, it, and not that it would excuse it if it's funny, but at least it would feel like there's some sort of like something to it, but it's not funny. You know, and he hasn't told jokes during any of these specials really. And like I like I said I was with that to a point, but there comes a point where I'm like, "All right, dude, I just don't want to hear what you have to say anymore." Like Well, that's yeah, I mean, I I I'm, and generally, I, I kind of was with you, like, he's earned the right to be a luminary, right? Yeah. And like a cultural critic. Yeah. Uh, at some point, you can lose that right. It yeah. seems like he's lost I, that's that That's why right. I feel like he's lost the right. Like, I, yeah. I, I would compare it, not it, it's thematically, it's a lot different, but Radiohead. Radiohead did all this stuff that I loved, and like they became what they are, which is, you know, icons, cultural, artistic icons. And then they made a bunch of stuff that I do not like at all. Like I absolutely actively dislike, but I still have a respect. I'm like, they earn that. They don't have to keep making okay computer for me. They don't have to do that. They earn that. 
but they didn't do that and like shit on a bunch of people with it or something or like punch down with it. They just made the music they wanted to make and I can choose to either consume it or not. And I can choose to consume this or not, but there it's lost the respect component for me to where I respected it, even though it wasn't what I wanted, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, I, I want, you know, as a white dude in America, I want Dave Chappelle to come up and tell his Chappelle show skits over and over again, you know? And it's like, no, that's not growth. That's not, I understand why he doesn't want to do that, you know, like, but I always felt like he had something to say. And now I feel like he, I guess he, he feels he has something to say, but I feel like none of what he has to say is like, just about to say, he definitely thinks he still has something to say. I just don't, but I think he said that, you know, I think he's already said it. And it's like, well, why are you, what else do you want, man? What else do you want? You want people murdered in the streets or something? I don't really get what you want. You know? Well, I I guess I got to go. You know, I I started it one night and I was like, I was tired. I was in bed. I was like, I I just, because sometimes I'll, I'll put on stand up when I'm in bed because I don't have to like look at the screen. I can just like roll over and listen to it and fall asleep. I must've been asleep before five minutes. I was just out, so I didn't. I was like, "Let me see what the problems are." You know, yeah. like That's everybody's talking too, and clamoring yeah. about this. Let me see what's going on, and I and I fell asleep, and I didn't feel the need to go back. Yeah, I think I've already let kind of let it go. I'm like, well, I don't like. What's the point of me spending my time watching this thing that is so problematic? And I guess ultimately, like, there is value in just like seeing for yourself yeah. and seeing where you land. But I for a pretty good idea where I land, and I don't necessarily need to hear another argument you know like uh again like i feel like i've heard the arguments against the idea of gender fluidity or genderism you know uh performance and we've heard his Um, arguments for about it so it's like how many more times how many more specials do i need to hear what you had to say about this like yeah what do i owe you and like why are you so obsessed with this why are you so why is he so obsessed with it you know there's things that i don't and, and and not to the same degree, but it's like, there's things that I don't agree with in the world, but I guess I don't feel the need to just say it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and hyper focus on one thing. But I feel like I need to finish it just because I feel like I, if I'm going to have this point of view on it, I probably should finish it. So maybe something happens and it changes my mind on when I watch the end of it, but I don't think it's going to, but yeah, I had the same, yeah. I had the same experience. I didn't fall asleep, but I was like, yeah, it's time for me to eat lunch. So I'm going to turn this off and I might just not turn this back on again. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to try to finish it. I would say as a, as sort of an interesting, not necessarily direct counterpoint, but uh, do you, you know, the, the comedian James Acaster? No. He's one of my favorite comedians. He's really funny. Um, you should probably watch some of his older stuff before this, but he has a, he has a, his most recent special. He has a, he has a, I'm the, I'm the edgy comedian bit that he does. It's basically like, you people are going to listen to me. I'm the edgy comedian. Here I am, you know, and it's, it's really, it's a really interesting counterpoint to sort of all this. He didn't do it in response to this, but it was kind of a response to, I think in particular some stuff like Ricky Gervais said in the past. Um, mm. But um, it's, it's kind of like a, a send up, I guess of like that style of comedy. But yeah, it's tough with this because like, I am like, I'm super liberal, but I'm, I am also like, I 
respect comedy in this way that I'm like on the comedian side most of the time where I'm like, yeah, you get to say whatever you want to say. Like you should be able to say the things you want to say. But there's like a social contract in that too, I think, where it's like, well, if you've gone too far over this this side and I feel like you're being a Nazi or something, then I just, I don't have to like defend your right anymore at that point, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe there shouldn't be limitations, but <clears throat> I don't know. I tend to think that if, you know, like uh, professionals are good at their job. Yeah. And generally speaking, the reason that people get these things mixed up is because they'll watch a professional make a joke about something that is very touchy. Yeah. And they'll think that they then kind of have the right to make right. a similar joke. And the problem is they're not the professionals. And so leave that to the professionals. I'm, and this is kind of like maybe, maybe because I haven't seen it, but maybe it's an example of the exception proving the rule that even a professional can go in a direction that's like no longer funny and no longer about the professionalism of the craft. And now it's just about like, I have a, I have a megaphone and I get to say what I want to say. And people are like, all right, well that doesn't work anymore. And yeah. I tend to like, uh, I want to allow for the general audience to make the decision there. Yeah. Um, and when I say general audience, I mean, everyone kind of in the middle. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Those on the extreme, like adopting Dave Chappelle now because yeah. he has this yeah. stance are mm -hmm. not my people. And yeah. the people that are like protesting uh, uh, the company that gives him the platform, I'm not 100% sure they're my people either. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I got. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think that's my view on it too. You know, yeah. and it's like, and you make a good point about that's what I'm talking about the radicalization of like, Oh, it, it, it's not even that like it gives them permission to say these things. It's like, oh, I've been saying these things my whole life. So I get to say it even louder yeah. now. And it's like, no, you weren't. That's not funny. You're a bigot. <laughs> you know, like you're just cherry picking what you want to like. And it's I don't know. It's it's a it's a challenging thing. And comedy's like that in general. And like, I mean, I would compare this similarly to uh, Joe Rogan where Joe Rogan has gone over the deep end to where I can't defend him anymore either. And there was a time where I was a big Joe Rogan fan. I went to, I've seen him live, you know, like I, I have always appreciated how inquisitive he is about things, but now he's turned his inquisitiveness into partisanship and like pushing this one thing, this agenda and the radicalization of his fan base, like going to see him live is like, Oh God, these people here, I'm amongst these people. And they're the ones that are like, he said 18 things and they were all interesting and profound. And you've chosen two of them that support your point of view and don't didn't include these other seven things. He said that were against those things that he, you know, he's like, you're taking things out yeah. of context at that point. And I mean, we have this period, it's like this like weird cult of personality now where we have to hoist somebody up on a petard of like, this is our, this is my platform. And Dave Chappelle is our King now. And then, you know, it's like, well, you you didn't like his comedy ten years ago. You were like, ugh, yeah. that's too racial and too this and that, you know. And it's like now, you're like, well, I, see, I like this guy. Uh, you know, it, it. See, I never liked him before, but now I like him. Like, what does that say about you? You know. Well, also, I think that's the thing that I would that would kind of say to Dave Chappelle is like, consider who's now adopting you. Yeah. 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 Do you consider that? How do you, 
you know, how do, how do you think that they, you, you famously walked off the set of your popular sketch show because you didn't like how people, you didn't like the type of people that were agreeing too much with what you were saying. Cause they were agreeing with you so much that it's like, Oh, you believe this stuff. It's well, not satire anymore. it feels like those are the people that are supporting you now. So why aren't you walking off of it again? You know, like, why aren't you, those are the same people, you know, yeah. shitty white dudes who have a shitty view on race and stuff that thought Chappelle's show is funny for the wrong reason are the same people that are like, see, he fights for what's right. It's his right. Blah, 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 you know, <laughs> and like, don't be a hypocrite then let's, let's make it right. But I, I feel like Chappelle is at some point celebrity just rots your brain and being told yeah. you're the greatest of all time or, you know, you're the Leonardo da Vinci of comedy or whatever is like, man, what does that do to your brain at some point? It just, you, you can't, you don't have reality um, anymore, you know? So it's like, I know it, 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 it takes a lot of work for me to stay as grounded as I keep do. Down. I know. That's why I try to like keep you. I, I tether you to the ground really. You do. Much That's why like we a, have to stay in touch because otherwise, I mean, I've got if I had a number of people every day that tell me I'm the greatest that they've ever known, and yeah, you know, much much like one of those those big cast iron balls with the chain on it that they <laughs> used to hook to, you know, to keep the criminals from running away. That is, I am that to you. You are you are my Marley's chains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am. I am. <laughs> and I, I have to say that I have a debt of gratitude that I owe you as a result, because the truth is without you, I would fly off into the sun. If without me, you'd be wildly more successful. You're true. That's what's it like to know a micro celebrity. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's, what's, what's Let's your, hear your shitty views. I know you've been trying to hold them back. It's time for you to have your own <laughs> shitty view. Uh, special. Yeah. I was about to try to build on that joke, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, "No, I ain't going any further with that." Uh, yeah. What's uh, what's your hype still out? Uh, I guess this is uh, this is I'm. I don't think that the parties involved in this story listen to this podcast, oh, but I good. think it, as a as a result of telling the story on this podcast, I'm probably going to have to talk to these guys about this okay um so as you know <clears throat> i got four tickets to goosemas uh, <laughs> yeah. we all know you you're going to goosemas you don't have to keep bragging about going. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i convinced some people to come in from out of town mm -hmm. to go to this show yeah and it's on a saturday night and so there's uh Papa's going to fly up from Miami. Wow. Delaney's going to fly up from North Carolina. Wow. And Fast Eddie's going to fly in from Virginia. Wow. That is quite the, the, the crew. That is... That uh, would be, I would call that a rogues gallery of, uh, <laughs> contest go of uh, concert goers. A motley crew. Indeed. So... So they have taken their time to. I would like to put some prop tickets. bets on this. Uh, one, <laughs> well, would, one would be the likelihood of Fast Eddie wearing a uh, Iron Maiden shirt. I would uh -huh. put my bet money on that. Yeah, um, that's the safest bet. The first thing Papa says when he sees you. 
uh-huh. you know, uh, yep. these sort of things. I would put, you know, what, how awkward Delaney's pants are. <laughs> um, these are prop bets I'd like to take. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So they're kind of like, you know, none of them have been here before. It's been a really long time since we've seen each other. Yeah. So they're going to make a weekend out of it. They're going to come in on Saturday and I'm going to take them to the show. And then we had the plan for Sunday to hang out and they're going to fly out on Monday. Yeah. I, it just, it, it, I have failed to mention to them and candidly, I did not realize that the Sunday after this concert, I have to coach in a competition. Oh, (laughs) and I am absolutely mortified at the reality that I'm going to have to be busy for like, you know, six, seven hours that day on Sunday. And I'm so embarrassed and I'm so ashamed of myself. Why? And well, because like, they're coming because to see you, and you, yeah, but the, they're coming to see me, and I gotta be at work. Yeah, you know, bring so them, bring them there. I'm, bring them this to the thing. Uh, well, here's my plan: is to get a ride to the competition and leave them the keys to my car, and, and just come, like yeah. have them show up at some point during the day, and just like, who are these goons coming to this weightlifting competition? Just, and yeah. just like, probably just you know, cheering kind of way too loudly for yeah. Yeah, she's just like cheering in inappropriate they, moments, and yeah, they still call it powerlifting to kind of get <laughs> under my skin, and you know, like, um, but I mean, it'll be fine, it is what it is, you know, disappointments. I just hate disappointing people, yeah, you know, you're, but Gaysmith is gonna be lit. That, I, I, that would be a fun crew to go see a show with. I don't necessarily want to see that, but like that's a that's can a fun I, crew. Can I tell you that I think Papa thinks of Goose the way you think of widespread panic. Oh, okay. I, I think he cool. is. He was like, I don't think this band is good, <laughs> but I also think that the experience will be worth kind of anthropologically experiencing. Yes, I I would like to see a documentary on this weekend. Um, I'll do my best to yeah, film as much. Make as sure possible. to get me some filming of their reactions, and particularly Papa's. Papa should write a think piece after this about it. So yeah, <laughs> he should get a medium account. Yeah, bro. What to, what it's what like to see this? a C tier jam band based in New England <laughs> performing at their hometown uh, holiday special called Goosemas. Goosemas. It reminds me of the. It, uh, there's this artist named Grizz. You know who Grizz is. No, it's some fucking bullshit EDM. You know the 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 EDM festival kids think he's Jesus. Well, for mm-hmm. some reason he's picked Wilmington to do Grismas every year, so he does Grismas here, and it's the most insufferable <laughs> bullshit I've ever seen in my life. It's just like fucking oh oh y'all are so original with your fucking pixie wings on your glitter on. Fuck off. I'm gonna. I already got mine in the mail. Your Grismas tickets. No, my pixie wings. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna wear this to, to the. Hey, you know what's interesting? Here's the here's here's some of the hype. I'm going to see Goose on Halloween. Oh man, what a waste of Halloween! That's my anniversary. Think about that. Well, that's great. Happy anniversary! I'll Thanks. celebrate your nuptials by going to see Goose to see at Goose. the Palladium in Worcester. Goose, a band named Goose. I can't believe there hasn't been a band. That name wasn't already taken. Certainly, there's uh, been like. Look, you know, it's funny because Papa was like, "Is that, are we seriously going to unironically watch a concert from a band named Goose?" I was like, "Bro, you listen to Fish." Yeah. 
Like names, yeah. these names of these Pish. jam bands are terrible. Pigeons Pish. playing ping pong. Yeah. Twiddle. Yeah. Like what Pish. are we even talking about? P H I S H. Pish. Yeah. Pish. Stop it. Um. Well, that sounds Apparently. like yeah. I think that, I think that'll be hype, but yeah, you know, you don't know. It might be a disaster. Well, I just I'm just embarrassed. Yeah. That but you're gonna be more embarrassed when they show up like at your I competition. So. What? You're you're gonna be more embarrassed when that crew shows up at your competition and is just booing you for no reason, you know. At least I'm not lifting. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Fuck you would not be able to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Brutal. Brutal. I, I I would I would just go light. I would just have to go light. There's no way I could actually try hard in front of those guys. Yeah. It would be difficult. All right. What's your hype still out? Uh, well, follow up on my hype still out from before the, uh, I made that mythic qualifier event a while back, um, did not do well in it. It went two and three, really bummed about it. Um, washed out of it pretty quick. Uh, but I'm the next weekend was another big event and I, uh, I entered that and I made day two of that. And so I, uh, finished like halfway in the second I, I went three and three, so like half or three and two. So I was like halfway through the, you had to make seven wins to make it. So almost halfway the second day. So I, I, I felt good about that after scrubbing out that other competition. I would have rather have done better in the other competition. Cause that would have meant that I would qualify again immediately, but I have to like qualify through the ladder now. But like, anyway, that was some did. Okay. You know, didn't win or anything, but did all right. Uh, my internet, <laughs> speaking of spectrum, my internet shit out my winning game to make day two and I lost the oh. game and I wrote, oh, I wrote them and was like, Hey, look, this is the thing. Can you review this or anything like that? And they gave me the win. So they didn't take oh. the win from the guy, but they gave me the day two token too. They were like, yeah, you were going to, you were going to win here. Take the, you get day two. So I was, that was a nice, I was, I was heartbroken. I was just like, Oh my God, my internet went out like literally as I was about to end this game. Um, yeah, and then my other hype slot is that it's, it fall down here. I, it keeps giving us glimpses of it being cold and be, maybe an actual fall for the first time in forever, and then it keeps getting hot again. So we shall see, you know. Uh, we, it's it's cold up here. I, I wish it would get, get, get chilly here. I li like a nice, cool fall. But anyway, that's my, that's my hype slot. What you mean, consuming? Well... I got a, a song that I'm going to recommend. It's uh, the guy's, the artist's name is Amine. Amine? And yeah, A-M-I-N-E with one of those little hats on top of it, a little dash on top. <laughs> yeah. An umlaut? That's not an umlaut, is it? It's a... <laughs> no, it's not an umlaut. It's a hat. Um, it's an accent mark. The hat is different. Yeah. The hat. Um, the song's called uh, Charmander. Char <laughs> okay. I know something about Charmanders. But I don't, I don't, I'm, uh, song came out yesterday, I think. I, I like it. It's fun. Uh, made me go listen to the rest of that guy's stuff. He's That's pretty cool. good. I think you'll like it. So I'm like recommending that one song to you. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll put it in um, right a note. I think anybody would like, I put it in my fall 2021 playlist. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, I've only listened to this other thing twice, but I have a feeling I'm listening to it as the year goes on. Uh, my boy, his golden messenger, yeah, came out with a Christmas album. Oh, 
I'm down to listen to that. Is it originals or is it covers? It's like, um, I don't know how many songs are on it, but there's probably four or five covers. Yeah. And the yeah. rest of it is originals. And it sounds like, it sounds more like a His Messenger album than it does a Christmas album, mm-hmm. but it definitely sounds like a little bit of a Christmas album. You know what I mean? Um, I'll so have to check that like, out. Cause I, I'm, I'm a big fan of like replacing old bullshit with newer Christmas shit that is actually yeah. not miserable to listen to. So, well, so I love that Sharon Jones think, Christmas album. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nora Jones coming out with a Christmas album this year. Too, is she really? But, oh yeah. Um, but this one, this one's already out. I, yeah. And I, I didn't, um, I wasn't in the mood to listen to any Christmas music. Yeah. And I've listened to it and I'm like, Oh, this is like, I could just listen to this while be bopping around town. Okay. Yeah. Good, like, Check it out. Covert Christmas music. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so <laughs> on my ongoing dip into nineties nostalgia, I uh, revisited, apparently this song has been getting popular on TikTok again. And I think it's one of the great quote unquote one hit wonders of all time. It's uh how bizarre by OMC. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah, I know that song. Every time I look around, every time I look around, that uh, that one. Um, okay, apparently this has been a TikTok thing, like a big TikTok, you know, as it does, get, went viral on TikTok again. But I deep dived into that that artist, and that artist was a guy named uh, Polly Fuimana, was like the main dude behind OMC. It's called Atara. It was originally called Atara's Millionaire Atara Millionaires Club. He's from New Zealand. He was from New Zealand and uh, uh, indigenous New Zealand. You know, part Maori. Grew up in uh, sort of these slums and was trying to stay out of gang related activity. So he got into music. His whole family's musical and does music stuff. It's a really interesting story on the rise of fame really tragic like he he became this worldwide like sensation like that song was was huge it was like the number one song of that year or something in 98 and u.s record labels kind of fucked him over he still made a lot of money on it but then he kind of like didn't know what to do with that money and wasted a lot of it and it's just this, he he wound up dying from an autoimmune disease uh yeah it was just this kind of tragic thing and he had a bunch of kids you know with his wife that he'd been with forever and like she's kind of they've they've been kind of telling his story again it's really interesting to me and i was like well i'm gonna listen to the rest of this album to see what this is like and i learned about they developed a him and his family and people around them developed this sound called urban pacifica which was taking american hip-hop and adding like pacific sounds to it like pacific guitar sounds and um or like a uh, what do you call it? Uh, like from the, from the, from his region, the set, you know, native kind of sounds, um, urban Pacifica. And that it, it, it spawned artists like sisters underground, which has, they had this one song that was kind of popular in UK and stuff. And anyway, I listened to that whole album, the how bizarre album. And it's actually really good. <laughs> it's not perfect. Yeah. Some stuff is a little bit corny or whatever, but like, yeah, I think it's really good. It's like, it's all got that. He has that kind of croony style that he sings in that song which I think that song's fantastic. The lyrics are great. Um, and it's, it, the whole album's pretty good. Like it's, it's, uh, it's definitely better. Like, I, I think he could have had some other singles off of that album, but the, the record label just kind of like squeezed everything they could out of that one single. And, um, yeah, I've listened to it like probably like 10 times in the past two weeks. 
it's i don't know oh. I mean, other people might not like it but i thought it was really interesting um polynesian was the word i was looking for like they they added like polynesian sounds to hip-hop and uh yeah it's kind of it's interesting it's just some of the songs kind of tell stories about his life and stuff and so um anyway mc's how bizarre uh check it out yeah i mean check it out you might not like it like i said but uh, i think the first couple songs in particular are really good and then then i don't know, there's good songs throughout it um what else do I have? Oh, so uh, we watched. We've been watching. Uh, you don't like horror movies, so we won't go too deep into the horror movies nope. we've been watching this month. But we've been, we've been doing like uh, Jackie and I are doing. She's been picking vampire movies, and I've been picking werewolf movies. And we kind of got burnt out on that, so we decided to watch this movie the other day. That's not really a horror movie, but uh, it's called a ghost story. Have you heard of it? Came out in mm-hmm. 2017. Uh, Casey Affleck is in it, which you know, mm-hmm. talk about problematic or whatever. He's you know had a lot of accusations against him, etc. But um, it's uh, it's the guy who directed Green, the Green Knight. Oh, really? It's his. Uh, it's it's one of his previous movies, and it got a lot of buzz the year it came out. And I never watched it. It sounds on pay. I, I don't want to tell you too much about it because it's like it, it impacted me more than any movie has in like maybe five years. Like it's just like hit me right in the gut. Um, it's a it's one that you kind of need to be in the right i don't know if you could ever be in the right mindset to watch it but it's it's about loss and love and like moving on and things like that um it's basically about this guy who dies and he becomes a ghost but he's <laughs> and on paper it is like the most like jho will hate this thing in the world he is a ghost but he is dressed as like a ghost from charlie brown like he is in a sheet with holes cut in it yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't speak when he's the ghost. Uh he just emotes through his movements and it sounds totally stupid. It's shot in uh in like 4 by 3 uh so like square old TV like aspect ratio with vignetting around the edges so like it's super hipstery the way it's shot but uh, like yeah. <laughs> but all this plays into the form of the thing like the way it was made plays into the story and it makes, cause it's a very claustrophobic story and it's very like this and that, and it all just works like on paper. It could have been totally stupid. Like if they made him like see through actor, like ghost, like I can see, you know, like glowing, like they would in, in most modern movies, it would not work. And because they do it this way, it works. And it's, it's a movie about like time and love and this and that, but it just really affected me. Like I'm still thinking about it today. We watched it two nights ago. Um, and it just, it just kind of crushed me. And, uh, this, there's, there's like one song on the soundtrack and it's called, I get overwhelmed by this, uh, this artist called dark rooms. And I've been listening to that song a lot. Um, it's really good. Um, but it, it that song plays a, a big role in the movie. Um, I don't know. It's uh it's got Rooney Mara in it too. Um and uh uh f- who is that guy? William Oldman. Oldham? You know who William Oldham is? I don't think so. What does he go by? Hold on. Bonnie Prince Billy. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Bonnie Prince Billy, he's like a folk singer kind of guy. Um indie rock stuff. Uh, he's in it as uh, this kind of like annoying hipster guy. And I don't know. It's a really good movie, but I have to like give the caveat of like it is heavy and it deals with like, you know, pretty heavy life subjects. So um, 
it's not like a feel good movie or anything, but it's it, man, it, I, I feel like it's like perfectly crafted. Like there's not anything about it that I, I like everything serves a purpose. Okay. Uh, and it's a very, like, it's the kind of, like I said, it's the thing that treads on being corny and it nails it. It's like perfect. So anyway, it's not a horror movie. It's not uh, scary. It's scary in philosophical sense, not in a like boo sense. So, well, the, it wouldn't be a podcast episode if I didn't update you on something. Yeah. From old Bill. Oh, yeah. Hit me. Hit me up, Bill. He texted me Monday at four o'clock and said, I'm sorry to convey such shocking news in the middle of the day, but it turns out the 11th Halloween sequel is somehow not a very good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great. That was that was that was filmed here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah, um, I have not watched. He it. he did. He he also sent me an image. He said this person gets it, and this is a review of Venom: Let There Be Carnage yeah. from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I'm not. You're not gonna. Read I'm it. not reading. That. No, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. That's it. Bill Bill's still out here in, in these streets. Hey, I love a bill text. When I get a bill text, I know it's gonna be something I'm gonna have to, to pay attention to. So it's yeah. uh, he's got some good good life points. He notices some things. I wanna see I wanna hear his uh view on Dune. Certainly he's seen it. Sure I wanna I wanna hear his view on this ghost movie. I I would like to hear that too. Like I I, I don't know. Uh, it seems like something he would either really like or really hate, but I think that's most people watching this movie. Uh, but also, yeah, I would like to hear Bill hit us up with your views on a ghost story and on uh, Dune. We want to, we want to know. I'm surprised you haven't gone to see Dune with Bill. That's well, I was, I saw, I had these plans to go see him with this other guy, yeah. my buddy James. And when I was talking to James about it in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm just going to invite Bill to. Yeah. Gonna I would just like Bill to go to every movie I ever see. So. If I go to a movie, I want to go with Bill. With Bill, yeah. He sent us that hype yeah. trailer about the the Rocky Four recut, the new the new director's cut of Rocky Four, and I was just like, I want to see that movie. I would like to see this film. <laughs> what the world needs now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just you and me. It's me and us and you. <laughs> we need to you. Yeah. There's no way they can make that speech any more uh, iconic. Right, so, I don't know. Well, you got anything else? No. Great episode. Uh, we, looks like my spectrum is uh, working great now that we're done with the show. So um, You can find us at IOLTOS.com, our shitty website that never changes. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and perhaps on Apple. I don't know. And you can email us. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. We would like to hear from you because we haven't heard from anybody forever. So nobody says anything since, well, we, well, have, we haven't we recorded have recording, it forever. So. Yeah, but still, fuck them. Um, anyway, I guess we out.
Good night.